0: Welcome back to the Mind Body Mentor podcast. My name is Steven Jaggers and I am your host. Today's beautiful episode, drop in on a solo cast, my first solo cast here. Um, I wanted to get a little bit vulnerable for you guys because I feel like you know my mess is my message and i think that you guys can find a lot of value in delving into your own messy parts of your psyche i'll get into that as well but um yeah this pro this podcast is brought to you by organifi some of the most highest quality nutrient dense uh whole food supplementation um I got a good buddy, Drew, who owns it, and uh, i just blown away by the quality. They got like 13 different organic certifications. So if you want to try it out, reach out to me. Um, my code is MindBodyMentor, all one word. Um, that'll get you 15% off. Uh, check it out. I've been taking it all, and I feel like a fucking superhuman. So um, Yeah, there's so many different products. My favorite is the gold chocolate at night. Got tons of medicinal mushrooms in there, so uh, yeah, check it out, let me know what you think, and uh, enjoy this episode. Hope you guys are having a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Today is a special episode. I wanted to do a solo cast, my first solo cast, and just go into my journey to the healing arts or basically a little bit of my life story here. Um, I was, I just finished a two week long shamanic breathwork training and, uh, healing tools and modalities by a good friend of mine. And, um, during the end, we had the chance to receive and, and partake in some of the breathwork journeys and, uh, this is what came up for me during my breathwork journey was that I need to share more of my own message, my own journey, um, to, you know, using some of these modalities and, and how I, how I became, you know, a quote unquote healer, um, or what drew me to holistic health and, um, you know, becoming a, a body worker, a, a somatic specialist, and and helping people kind of heal these deep rooted traumas. Um. So yeah, let's just let's just get into it. Um, so, you know, before we get into it, I want to preface and say that, you know, a lot of. Our personal power, our personal strength, our personal mission during this life, whether you believe it or not, comes from the the places that we've been wounded, you know, the places where we hide uh, sort of our shadow self, if you guys are familiar with shadow work. Um, the shadow is the aspects of our self that we keep hidden perhaps maybe the traumas that we've gone through, perhaps maybe parts of our psyche that we don't show to the world or we don't express. Um, there's a, a few different quotes that really ring true to this. Um, you know, your mess is your message. A lot of gold can be pulled out of you know, the traumas or the pain or the sickness or, you know, whatever the dark aspects of your life is, that is where you will find the gold. That is where you will find your purpose, your passion in your life. So taking time to really delve into the depths of your own psyche, the depths of what you've gone through in your life, You know, the things that you have overcome are usually the things that you can help other people do the same with. And therefore you can find, you know, purpose in the service of others when, but, you know, that takes, that takes doing the work, you know, we talk about doing the work and doing the work is healing your own shit, you know, through, you know, there's lots of different There's lots of different modalities that you can do that with. Whatever it is, it is really taking a a deep journey into self. Um, There's been a a few of my podcasts that we've gone into, you know, developing a self-inquiry practice and how that is basically what all of these, these, um, these healing modalities are trying to get us to do meditation, yoga, body work, um, whether it's cold plunge, whether it's spending time in nature, all of these things are trying to get us to go inward into ourselves, to look at ourselves, to look at the parts of our psyche where we have unresolved issues or unresolved tension or unresolved blockages and get them to express out. I will share this, that last night I'm part of a men's group um, called the Sacred Sons. And uh, for those that aren't familiar, it is kind of helping men to to connect to a healthy aspect of, of masculinity, which is so... You know, a lot of men in our culture are really struggling because of what we've been brought up with, you know, the men in our life. Most, you know, most of us don't even really have father figures that, you know, show us how to be a protector, how to, how to embody our masculine frame in a healthy way where we are out you know being a steward for the land a steward for our our women and our children you know if the women and the children don't feel safe in our culture then then the tribe doesn't expand and that is a huge thing so last evening um a good brother of mine who opened up the circle just went all in and just expressed so much, um, that some of the deepest, darkest secrets that maybe he had gone through, whether that's, you know, abusing women or, um, you know, selling drugs or, you know, whatever this may be, or, or, um, manipulating people for different things and, it's crazy because as soon as you create that vulnerable space um, and you express it out of your body, you can feel the very tangible release that happens. Because when you are able to speak about something, that thing no longer holds the weight over you. It's the things that you can't talk about that live inside of your body that start to calcify, that start to densify into a physical dis-ease because they hold power over you. You're not able to express them out. So I think a lot of the times when we really delve into the story and, you know, the story that we tell ourselves, the things that we've gone through in our life are huge in finding our purpose and our passion. Um, and a lot of the times you can find your passion by deeply delving into your shadow self. So, yeah, we'll go into kind of my story. Um, I was born in Southern California. Um, and my father, uh, is from nebraska he is uh from a farm town out in there the youngest of like eight kids they were hard workers um you know didn't really get a lot of love from the parents anyways my mom is from southern california she grew up in the socal lifestyle you know living fast and um materialistic world. And, um, both of them, you know, I can see where they both have a lot of trauma and this goes into ancestral healing too, because, you know, it's just what their parents gave them. And if we can be the break in the chain of events and start to, to change ourselves, we start to change the youth and the youth is the future. So basically my dad played college football, ended up hurting himself and, uh, getting into some, some drug use, um, dropped out of college and, uh, basically left to California from Nebraska with, you know, $500 or so. And ended up meeting my mother in California and my mom was, um, typical Cali girl, doing lots of drugs stimulants we can say um and they sort of my dad ended up at a uh, a bar um who was owned by my mother's dad and they met at this bar and continued to you know share drug use together and um yeah so You know, I think I was. My mother shared that she had quite a few miscarriages or abortions before she had me. And I'm an only child. So I think that I was just next in line to come through the gate. I was just ready to come through. And yeah, you know, this is definitely a vulnerable podcast for me. But anyway so yeah they were they were drug addicts you know they were just doing suppressing and numbing and you know sedating whatever they were feeling from their their parents and you know my mom said that she my mom was basically given everything that she wanted she comes from a very wealthy family and um, she was just given everything monetarily and it wasn't really given love or Shown affection or any of those things. It was just like, you know, here, we'll just, we'll, we'll pay for you for a new car or we'll just give you some money and just get out of my face, you know? So she ended up turning into, turning to drugs and a lot of people I think are, do, are doing that. So basically they ended up, you know, eventually having me, um, they were both, you know, I'm sure my mom was addicted to, uh, drugs while she had me. Um, that hasn't been confirmed, but both of them, you know, yeah, I'm probably a drug baby. And, uh, I can, I can feel that in my cells, especially, uh, when I am partaking in stimulants, my body has a, an affinity to those. I can just feel it with caffeine or coffee. My body's like, yeah, you remember this. Um, And anyways, we'll, we'll fast forward a little bit. They ended up getting sober off of drugs. We moved to Arizona to uh, start a new life out here. And I really commend both my parents because they got sober and they, you know, took care of me and gave me an amazing life, but I could see just the depression and the struggle that they have gone through from not healing that that ancestral trauma or that trauma from their parents and i watched my mother just become so depressed and you know i always thought to myself like why why can't she go and you know hang out with th- my friends, families, or, you know, come outside or talk to the neighbors or, you know, just be happy. Or, and when you're a child, you internalize so much of that. You think it's like, oh, it's me. There must be something wrong with me. Like I'm causing these issues. And we internalize a lot of those things. So, you know, fast forward a little ways she started getting, you know, hooked on, uh, prescription meds and, um, you know, those drugs are just as bad. And, you know, I, I've, I've been an only child. I think, I know that I came into this world to make some sort of difference or to help people heal. Or my mom has said this to me that I can't, like, if I didn't come through, that she would probably be dead because having a child just gives you such a purpose in life. And I think that cattle, that was a catalyst for her to change, um, for my dad to change, you know, my dad still drinks alcohol heavily, but he is uh, an incredible workaholic. He is one of the hardest working men that I know, uh, runs a business and still does all of the labor. And he's almost 60 years old. Um, and just bust his ass every day, but there's still a lot of pain in there that I can feel. So anyways, um, you know, fast forward, I had always been interested on what makes people tick and sort of the, uh, the psychological aspect behind people. And I also, was very much into sports and very much into the physical body. You know, I used to skateboard. I was really good at skateboarding. Um, I played almost every sport. I was very into the physical body. So I ended up studying um, out of high school um, psychology and also physical therapy together at a community college Uh, during those times I was heavily using cannabis and I think that that, um, I was using to kind of soothe and, uh, you know, self-medicating in a way, um, which I think that that opened up quite a big portal for me to heal and do a lot of healing because the plant medicines are very strong. Um, and you know, that, I think that that helped, in a lot of ways, but also, um, can hurt, you know, because it is another form of numbing, sedating and and all of that. But anyway, so I studied, uh, psychology and I studied, um, physical therapy out of college and I really just wasn't into it. Um, the, the ways that they were teaching it in community college were just not so hands on, um, didn't really make a lot of sense to me, even though I was really, really drawn to understanding it. I took um, psychology of addiction because I wanted, I really wanted to help. And all of this comes from me wanting to help my mom and just help her feel better again. And while I was in community college, um, I ended up actually dropping out because I got a corporate job in human resources which showed me how toxic the corporate reality is, which I'm very thankful for working about two years in a, um, in a, in an incredibly corporate job. Um, it was actually a high temperature microchip company that made, um, microchips for the ends of bombs that go on, um, fracking units where they send them into the ground and they basically blow up the earth and pull oil out of the earth i didn't really know what was going on but i I, you know i was a young brisk 21 year old with a corporate job making good money and um yeah it it felt good at the time but i I saw how how much everyone around me me was suffering I also took up uh Brazilian jiu-jitsu and one of my mentors in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was really into yoga and into kind of uh eastern forms of w- looking at the body and, and we were doing like breathing techniques and it kind of just opened up my world to feeling better in my physical body and yeah, so <clears throat> I started opening up this other realm and that kind of just ran me down the rabbit hole of like real, real health and healing. And and while I was going to school, uh, for psychology, everything was based on this DSM four book that wanted to categorize people by their pathologies and by their issues. And, um, this really rings true for me. I made a post yesterday, uh, that from Hippocrates that, um, it is more important to know what sort of person has a disease than to know what sort of disease a person has. And I think that really means like what sort of person is going to cultivate, cultivate a disease rather than you know knowing what sort of disease a person has and, and uh, you know categorizing them in this dsm4 book really doesn't and then giving them a prescription medication to try to um, you know suffocate the symptoms of that which symptoms are actually a great thing symptoms are a message for our body saying hey you know this is there's something that you're doing that is not helping the body. So the body is creating this sort of symptom as an awareness signal, as an alarm saying, Hey, you better make a change. Um, and we in our culture just try to mask these symptoms. So yeah, basically I wasn't into the whole DSM 4 um, wasn't into the whole, I just knew that it wasn't right. So during this time I ended up getting laid off of my, a corporate job, um, I started just selling weed and uh, selling cannabis and other psychedelics. And that's how I was making my living for a while. And um, I ended up finding this uh, holistic healing school where, yeah, I walked in and the feeling that I got of just being there, I knew that this was my place. And this was where I was going to spend the next three, four, five years at learning all of these different healing arts, all of these different modalities on really just how to be a fucking human. You know, I originally wanted to name this podcast, the path to the healing arts, but it's really about just the path of being a fucking human. Um, because we are all healing all the time. Your body is repla- is repairing cells every day. Your body is digesting its food. Your body is, you know, you have all of these different systems that are going on and repairing itself every fucking day. And no one is a healer of another person. Everyone is just a healer of themselves. You know, you go to a doctor and you have a cut on your arm and and he doesn't just he doesn't heal you he stitches you your body up so that way the cut can heal itself he puts you in position for you to heal yourself and that's what you know all of these different healing arts are to do is to help facilitate a space or to help a person reach a state where they are put back in position, where they can heal themselves, where they can bring to surface the shadow or the, you know, whether it's a physical issue, whether it's a, um, whether it is an emotional issue or an energetic issue, there has to be awareness. There has to be a light shined on the darkness. So, fast forward, I went to school for, um, different forms of body work and, um, you know, holistic health nutrition. And that's the thing about holistic health is holistic means whole. So we're looking at almost every aspect of being a human. It was literally a school on how to be a human. And I can't even imagine if these principles were used, um, it's almost like a field manual on your own body. You know, we're given these bodies when we come into reality, and, and we don't really have an, an owner's manual or an instruction manual, and we're all just kind of trying to figure it out. Humans are the only thing on the planet that doesn't really know what our purpose is. You know, uh, bees are flying around; they know exactly what they need to do. All of these, you know, plants just—it is there—is an innate intelligence within everything on the planet to just do the thing that you're here to do and for some reason humans have gotten so far away from that um but yeah so that started my own journey of healing and really i thought i was going to school to um learn these things to help others when really i was going to school there to help heal myself and yeah through that there was so much um awareness brought up around just family stuff, traumas, just me releasing the fact that I wanted maybe my childhood to be different, that I wanted my mom to be able to be happy and to feel a sort of zest for life. And, you know, while I was going to school there, she actually tried to commit suicide a few different times, um, with pills and, you know, whether they're accidentally, you know, as she said, they were accidental, um, attempts, but, you know, there's always a subconscious thing that's going on inside when somebody is hurting that badly and they're taking a bunch of prescription medications to try to numb the pain. They're really just trying to kill themselves, you know? Um, that's that's what it is when we are partaking in something to not feel we'd rather not be here we'd rather not be in this human experience because we are not feeling connected to something higher something greater but yeah so it's crazy because though that was happening simultaneously while i was going to school um, for all of these different things and i was I ended up moving back in with her and trying to help her heal, trying to help her, you know, start eating just like the basic stuff. Just start eating, you know, a nutritious diet, start, you know, taking care of her body, drinking quality water, um, getting outside, meeting people, having good friends, good connections. And I wanted it so badly for her, and it started I started coming from a place of striving and like almost putting pressure on her to change. And that's where so much of the work is for us. It's just to accept where people are in their life and that they are on their own journey and we cannot make them change. We can only heal ourselves, right? We can only be an example. We can only do all of the practices that we know are right for ourselves and therefore when we heal ourselves and we go around other people people feel that vibration they feel that frequency coming off of us so it really that is the way it's just to love people for what they have gone through and yeah i tried to force a lot of these modalities on her and it wasn't really well received yeah, there wasn't any changes made. So yeah, you know, that's still a, a thing that I'm going through today. But anyways, my journey through school brought up so much and I just ended up talking about these stories over and over and over again. And the more I talked about it, the more I was able to just, you know, speak it, the more I felt liberated from it, And it also inspired other people to be vulnerable. It opened up this portal of vulnerability around us where we can go in and feel safe to look at our own shit and speak it out loud so that it no longer has power over us. And that is a constant journey. While we are in this human body, it doesn't end. We're going to have more traumas and more you know parts of our ancestry that come up through us you know we are a product of our parents and our parents are a product of their parents and so on and so on and so on and there's been a lot of trauma within the past (laughs) since humans have been around you know maybe since we've um, gotten away from our hunter-gatherer roots but I just want you guys to know that delve into your, whatever the story is, you know, we all have different issues and that is the area that allows us to help others that have been in that place. You know, I can, I can really go to the depths with people when I'm working with them because I've been there. And I fucking sat in a pool of my own tears and felt every ounce of it and spoke about it. And that has helped so many other people to feel safe to express and to get it out. Yeah, there's so much more there. Um, But I want to share a little bit I wanted to share this story with you guys because your mess really is your message. Your wound, wherever you are wounded, is your womb, is your W-O-M-B, your womb, the place that you become rebirthed from. Wherever the crack is in your body is where the light comes through. So I challenge you to sit with yourself and feel into whatever areas of yourself that you still feel wounded and to see to shine a light on it and to see that as an area where you could potentially help other people where you could potentially find your purpose and your passion in that work and yeah it it doesn't end as long as we are a human you know this journey to the healing arts (laughs) is really just a journey about how to be a human and yeah I'm out here expressing it so feel free to reach out to me if you guys you know need support around this journey there are many techniques to delve into the aspects of your psyche and all of it is located in your subconscious mind you know you could think of the conscious mind as the light kind of the flashlight you can think of the conscious mind as sort of like the flashlight subconscious is the places that are in darkness the places that we're not aware of the uh, programming that's running the show and the more that we can shine light on our subconscious mind our programs our operating systems we are able to give ourselves an upgrade And change you know what's operating our system so we're not taking it out on relationships on our business partners on you know ourselves because there there are stories embedded in there there are operating systems embedded in with with each and every one of us that are running the show. And the more that we can become aware of that, the more we can change that, the more we can set our default setting to the actual actual reality and the actual life that we want to live. You know, I've done a lot of this healing around the parental wounds, the mother wound, the father wound, and I feel like it has helped me so much in my relationship. And now I'm in such a beautiful relationship right now. And yeah, there's still always stuff that comes up, but it has allowed me to connect and not feel like I, you know, can't trust the feminine. Yeah. I think growing up there, um, not really being able to understand the feminine or feeling like I can't trust the feminine archetype in my life, um, really caused a lot of pain in my early relationships, um, which all have led me up to this point, but yeah, it's been a beautiful journey and I would love to support any of you guys as well. So reach out to me. Yeah. I'm actually just moved in down to Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, I've been in Sedona for about two and a half years and I'll be here. We'll be leading men's groups. We'll be doing breath work, somatic breath work release events, um, which is a really powerful tool to kind of go into the own psyche and really breathe through it and express it out of the body also I have an office space in Scottsdale where I do one-on-one coaching and also online too. So um, if you ever have any questions and and want uh, more information from me, please reach out. And uh, yeah, I love you all. Thanks for listening to this and um, I'll talk to you soon. Have a beautiful day.